0: Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman, member by Ram Goldar, and today we're discussing Daf Ein the eighth parak This is going to be an abbreviated cheer. So the three topics we're going to focus on: number one, the Gemara asks why three psukim are needed regarding the purification required to eat truma, and answers that all three are required. For if the Torah only wrote, "A man, a man from the offspring of Aaron who is a matzora zav shall not eat from the holies, i.e., the truma, until he becomes purified," I would not know with what someone becomes purified. Therefore, the Torah wrote, Uban Hashem here and the sun shall set, and you shall become purified. And if the Torah only wrote, Ubah shemeshvatah her, and the sun shall set, I would have thought that this halacha only applies to someone who's not a bar kapara, subject to bring a kapara, but someone who's subject to bring a kapara, a carbon, would require to bring the kapara in order to eat the truma. Therefore, the Torah wrote, admoglos, until the completion of her days of purification. Rush explains that this refers to a Yoletus, a woman who's given birth, and teaches that she's purified at nightfall before bringing a kapara. And if the Torah had only written Ad-Molos, I would have said that she's permitted at nightfall even without doing a Tevila. Therefore, the Torah writes Adashergi here until he becomes purified, which refers to tefillah. pointed to the Mishnah Daf Ein stated, "Patzuad dachu kushavcha hen Yohu, yochu." Some with wounded or crushed testicles, they and their slaves may eat truma, but their wives may not eat truma. It was taught in a Brisa, "Ezohu dacha," who's considered a patzuad dacha. Koshe nipsu, beisimishullah, anyone whose testicles were wounded in a way that is unable to father children. Vafiyul akas mehen, and even if only one of them. and nikbu, and even if they were only punctured. and nimoku, and even if they dissolved. Vafiyul chasru, and even if only a small part of them is missing. Rabbi Shmo, benoshul, Rabbi Yochim said, I heard from the coming from Karimbi Yavna. Koshe enu elo beisah akas, enu elo suiz khama, vakasher whoever has only one testicle is only a srischama and is kasher to marry into the kahal. A srischama is someone who became sterile through an act of heaven, such as an illness. The more clarifies that Rabbi Shmuel does not mean he literally is considered a srischama, but that he's like a srischama and is fit to marry into the kahal. And pointing with you, the grass, from where is it known that a krus shafcha, someone with a severed shafcha, refers to the male organ? Aimam esvase. Let us say it refers to someone who is severed in the area of his lip, from where saliva spills. Rashi explains that perhaps this is the person who's prohibited from marrying into the gahal. The Gemara answers, Shafcha ksiv. Shafcha is written, which literally means spiller. B'makum Shafakh This implies that the injury is in a place that spills its liquid. Rush explains that saliva doesn't spill from the lips, but it's spit to a distance. When the Gemara suggests, Ehmamah let us say it refers to the nose, where mucus spills, it answers that the puzzle doesn't say, beshvoch severed in his shavoch which implies an organ that was a spiller prior to being severed. Rather, it says, which indicates, Mishah, de Krisa Shofech, that it refers to an organ that spills as a result of the severing. Whereas prior to the severing, it was not spilling, but was mekalech, spouting. This excludes the nose, where before and after the severing, it spills its liquids. So once again, the three points are number one. The grass. why three psukim are needed regarding the purification to eat truma. And answers that all three are required. For if the Torah only wrote, A man, a man from the offspring of who who is a metzora or a Zav, shall not eat from the holies, meaning truma, until he becomes purified, I would not know with what someone becomes purified. Therefore, the Torah wrote, and the sun shall set, and he shall become purified. And if the Torah only wrote Ubah Hashemeshvat Taher," and the sun shall set, I would have thought that this halacha only applies to someone who is not a bar kapara, subject to bring a kapara. But someone who is subject to bring a kapara, a carbon would require to bring the kapara in order to eat the truma. Therefore, the Torah wrote, Admolos, until the completion of her days of purification. Rush explains that this refers to a Yoletus, a woman who's given birth, and teaches that she's purified at nightfall before bringing a kapara. And if the Torah had only written Admolos, I would have said that she's permitted at nightfall even without doing a teviwa. Therefore, the Torah writes, Adashir here, until he becomes purified, which refers to teviwa. Pointed to the Mishnah Daf Ayna stated, "Patzua dachu hen Some with wounded or crushed testicles, they and their slaves may eat truma, but their wives may not eat truma. It was taught in a "Eizu dacha," who's considered a patzua dacha? nipsu Anyone whose testicles were wounded in a way that he's unable to father children. Vafila achaz and even if only one of them. and nikbu, and even if they were only punctured. Vafila nimoku, and even if they dissolved. Vafila chasu, and even if only a small part of them is missing. Rabbi Yishmuel Benosho Rabbi Yochem and Broka said, I heard from the coming from Karimbi Yavna, that whoever has only one testicle is only a Sri and is Kasher to marry into the Kahal. A Sri is someone who became sterile through an act of heaven such as an illness. The Gemara clarifies that Rabbi Shmuel does not mean he literally is considered a Sri but that he's like a Sri and is fit to marry into the Kahal. And pointing through the grass, from where is it known that a cruise Shafcha, someone with a severed Shafcha, refers to the male organ, Eimam let us say it refers to someone who is severed in the area of his lip from where saliva spills. Rashi explains that perhaps this is the person who is prohibited from marrying into the kahal. The gemara answers Shafcha Ksiv. Shafcha is written, which literally means spiller. This implies that the injury is in a place that spills its liquid. Rush explains that saliva doesn't spill from the lips, but it's spit to a distance. When the Gemara suggests, let us say, it refers to the nose, where mucus spills, it answers that the Puzzle doesn't say, severed in his which implies an organ that was a spiller prior to being severed. Rather, it says, which indicates, that it refers to an organ that spills as a result of the severing, whereas prior to the severing, it was not spilling, but was spouting. This excludes the nose, where before and after the severing, it spills its liquids. All right, so now it's time to go to our Simvardaf Ayn Hei, and this one was suggested to us by Gedalia Weiss and by David Zev Glickman. They both suggested Ayn Hay is an Amaha arts, an Amaha Aritz. So here goes. The Amaha arts who arrived at the hospital just after sunset, when Tamiko Hanimu who had toveled earlier, were now eating their truma, passed through the ward filled with different types of Pitsui Daka and was so proud he brought a box of tissues for his friend who was a krushafkha to help wipe the mucus spilling from his nose once again slow motion the ama arts ama arts that must be more duff ein hey the Amars who arrived at the hospital just after sunset, when Tami Kohanim, who had tobbled earlier, were now eating their truma, which reminds us on, why three psukim are needed regarding the purification to eat truma and answers that all three are required to teach that there must be a tefillah, the person must wait until Arab Shemesh, until the sun sets, and then he can be a bar kapar and still eat after the sun sets and doesn't need to wait until he brings a carbon. So the Amars who arrived at the hospital just after sunset, when Tami Kohanim, who had tobled earlier, were now eating their truma, passed through the ward filled with different types of which reminds us the like, moral list what conditions qualify someone as a daka. So the Amar's who arrived at the hospital just after sunset, when Tamiko Hanimu who had told earlier, were now eating their druma, passed through the ward filled with different types of daka, and was so proud he brought a box of tissues for his friend, who was a krushafcha, to help with the mucus spilling. From his nose, which reminds us, from where is it known that a kruz someone with a severed shavcha, refers to the male organ and answers that the Pasuk says kruz shavcha, which indicates mishal yide Krisa shofech, that it refers to an organ that spills as a result of the severing, whereas prior to severing it was not spilling but was mekaleach, it was spouting. This excludes the nose where both before and after the severing it spills its mucus. So once again. The Amma'ards who arrived at the hospital just after sunset, when had Tobod earlier, were now eating their truma, passed through the ward filled with different types of daka, and was so proud he had brought a box of tissues for his friend, who was a kruhshavcha, to help wipe the mucus spilling from his nose. Are right, that concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Avram Golden wishing you a great day and great learning.